What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? And continuing off our last podcast, we're going to talk about the draft grades for every team, uh, all 32 teams, all you know what picks they did, which ones we like, which yep. ones we didn't like, our favorite picks of the draft, our least favorite picks of the draft, and which teams still have some holes to fill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and, I, and I promise you guys, I know I went hard on Arizona last time. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to restrain myself. I'm not going to bring it back. Lose my shit, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> so with that said, Connor, I think the first team up is, go figure, the Arizona Cardinals. It is. What did you think about their draft? Because uh, I have a lot to say about round one, but going forward, what do you got to say? I thought their draft was pretty good. Um, Nothing, you know, didn't hit a home run, but I thought overall it was a pretty good draft. Uh, I like Zayvon Collins more than you do. Uh, (laughs) I think that while that pick might still be considered a reach, I still think he's a valuable member of that defense now. Uh, Obviously, he's... He looks like an old school. He's built like an old school linebacker, six foot five, two seventy. Um, however, he's easily the best coverage linebacker in that class, uh, which is you know that's probably the most important. Yeah, he's a big dude, man. Yeah, and, and, dude. and that's probably the most important attribute of today's linebacker is to be able to cover uh it, it's just kind of the the fit is a little questioning because they have isaiah simmons who that's also his forte so are they going to have both these guys dropping back into coverage or are you going to use collins around the edge you're going to use simmons around the edge i don't know we'll see but uh i i, I don't think that was a, a, a terrible pick rondale moore in the second that's a great pick uh he adds to an already very crowded wide receiver core, but he is, I I think he will take over the slot very shortly there. And he is just another electrifying guy to have. You get in the ball on those bubble screens and he takes off. He's five foot seven and he plays like he's six foot, I mean, 200 pounds. Yeah, we, we said this in our like uh, pre-draft like analysis mm-hmm. here that Rondell Moore played big. Yeah, his comparison is Steve Smith. Mm-hmm. He plays very, hard, very and, much so. And he's he's a dog out there. Yeah, he really is. And he's got electric speed. Yeah, and let me just say this: so we we basically are are going by our, our very good friends at Pro Football Focus here. So I'm I'm watching their analysis, and of course I'm going to give my own thoughts here. So Zayvon Collins. At the last podcast, I might have been a little bit out of line. I did hate the pick, and I still do hate the pick, but I'm going to refrain from going off like, you know, a child. Yeah. <laughs> but it's anyway, not a disastrous pick. It's not pick. a disastrous pick, but I just hate drafting a linebacker first round two years in a row when you have a very talented guy in Isaiah Simmons. But, I mean, Xavier Collins is a, a great prospect because that's what all these guys are at this time. They haven't taken an NFL snap. Exactly. We don't know how they are. They're all prospects. But good frame, six foot five, two hundred seventy pounds, had one of the highest grades of coverage, which I think is shocking at his size. Exactly. Because two hundred seventy pounds is not easy to shift around. No. So 
I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how he performs in the NFL. I don't like him going to Arizona, but I do, however, thought they made up round two with Devontae Moore. I thought they were going to go wide receiver, actually, I think in the first round. If um, maybe Jalen Wilder or Devontae Smith dropped that mm-hmm. far, which if they did, maybe they would have went that route. They might have went that route. But, you know, teams go by their draft boards. I think Arizona stuck to their draft board here. Mm-hmm. They drafted the Zayvon Collins, and I love Rondell Moore. I know you do, too. Yeah, and I think, honestly, my favorite pick for them was in the sixth round, uh, Tay Gowan. I was just about to go there. Cornerback at a UCF. Uh, I... I personally, I thought he was going to go, he could have went in maybe, I, I had like a third round grade on him, but you know, cornerbacks, they yeah. can go higher, they can go lower. I could have seen him going in the late second round, and I still thought that would have been a good pick. Plus, I mean, very well, he could have been a third round pick, but this draft was completely all over the place. All over the place. I so mean, many followers. Night, how it opened up, remember that? Yeah. Just trades galore going around. Oh, so many reaches in the first round, too. And, too, I mean, you got to attribute that to not being able to do your player evaluations correctly. Yeah. A lot, like, there wasn't a lot of tape. Uh, it, it was tough to get guys in. Um, so, a lot of guys fell. A lot of guys went earlier than expected, but... Getting him in the sixth round is terrific value. Uh, I definitely had him as one of the top cornerback prospects in this class. Yeah. So that's that's my favorite pick for them, strictly on value. Uh, I would say Rondell Moore is a close second, and he would be the first if Arizona wasn't already just so loaded at wide receiver. Uh, but, so loaded. Yeah. yeah but, so, loaded. Uh, so I loved this pick, but... Uh, other picks, they got cornerback Marco Wilson from Florida in the fourth. Uh, Edge Victor Demukeje. I don't. I don't. I think he did good on that pronunciation. I, I don't know. I, I I might have butchered that one. I don't know much about him. Um, safety James Wiggins out of Cincinnati and center Michael Manette. I am shocked he went the seventh. Me too. I, I thought he was going to go. I thought that he was going to go a I lot earlier fourth, too. Maybe fifth round yeah. grade on him. I'm shocked he's there at seven. Yeah. At two forty-seven, which is what eight picks away, or eight, yeah. nine picks away from being the uh, you know Mr. Mister uh, Irrelevant and being undrafted. So yeah. I, I I think a, a center that could play guard. Mm-hmm. So now that we went up and down the list, you want to take Owen here as your favorite pick for them, but value-wise, yeah. I'm going to go Michael Manet. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. I think that's a good. Way um, ultimately, though, uh, yeah, I, I would I would stick with the the B minus. I think that's a good. I think it's a solid draft grade for yeah. them. Uh, they added a lot of good guys. Um, uh, some of the other picks were, you know, question, no I mean, questionable, but like they're a strong team. They're a strong team, exactly. I would have loved to see them go corner in the first, which is why that brings it to my grade. Mm-hmm. I'm a little nitpicky. So I'm gonna give them a C. C. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's fair too. And based just solely on Rondell Moore going in the second round and Michael Manet going in the seventh. I think they got good value there, both those picks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that brings us to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh so let's just go uh, let's just go down each pick uh first. So we have round one, they got Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Round at the end of round, their second round one pick, they got Jason Oway out of Penn State. Uh, changed his name to Odafi. Well, that's his original name. Good for him. Do that. Uh, yeah. Guard Ben Cleveland out of Georgia. Cornerback Brandon Stevens out of SMU. Wide receiver Tylen Wallace out of Oklahoma State. Cornerback Sean Wade out of Ohio State, who fell drastically. 
uh, edge Dalen Hayes out of Notre Dame and tight end Ben Mason out of Michigan. Uh, so where, where to begin with Baltimore? I mean, again, they had they just do what Baltimore does. I mean, Rashad Bateman, who is my number four wide receiver on the board, they got him at 27. Great value. Yeah. He fills such a need for them. He's an X guy, plays on the outside. He has sure hands, good route running, decent size, good speed, uh, and you know he can make contested catches. That's exactly what they needed and what they've lacked yeah, for so long. I agree. I really do um, agree. Again, adding Jason away, they add another edge rusher to that defense, which just everyone that goes there seems to produce and seems to develop well. So I feel really good about that. Uh, guard Ben Cleveland, I he was one of my favorite guards in the class. So the words right out of my mouth. I I, right my mouth. I absolutely love that. I'll definitely let you speak to it. No, if you want to go no, go down. I, I'm I'm picking my favorite uh, picks for them. Wide receiver Tylen Wallace in round four, Oklahoma State. Love Tylen Wallace. He was probably a top ten wide receiver for me. Uh, I would say. He might have been number 10, but that's just because of how many quality wide receivers are in this class. But And I probably had like a third, fourth round grade on him. But to get him to go with Rashad Bateman, because again, Tylen Wallace, he has wide receiver two potential. So now you just really took care of your wide receiver needs in one draft in four rounds. Uh, like he's he's another guy that can come in right away and play, uh, and he catches the ball, doesn't drop it at all. Uh, and and you know what, Sean Wade, who had a pretty bad year last year, all things considered, because before last year started, he was projected to be potentially a top ten pick. Like he was, in a lot of people's eyes, the best cornerback coming out. And very good value for Baltimore. Yeah, and you know, he had a down year last year, but for a guy to be that highly regarded to fall to round five, why not take a flyer on him? Yep. Like there's no reason not to. They already have a strong secondary. Why not bring him in into no risk, high reward type pick? Yep. So I love that. And I also love adding tight end Ben Mason uh in round five too. He's a solid tight end. Uh Back up to Mark Andrews. Uh, he'll definitely get some snaps this year. You know, Mark Andrews does have some health concerns, but solid tight end out of Michigan. Yeah. Uh, I give them an A minus. Uh, I thought they did very, very well in this draft. I, I think Baltimore did as good as any team in the league in the draft this year. Rashad Bateman's a great fit for them. I love chasing away. He was my number one pass rusher this year in the draft. I think he's a freak athlete and he's going to perform very well in the NFL level. But my favorite pick for them, I got to go Ben Cleveland, round three. I mean, he's a guy who just mauls people at the offensive guard position. He, and that's what you want in offensive linemen. He doesn't only want to, like, you know, play the, like, the, the position very well. Mm-hmm. He wants to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. And, and that's what that, I love. That's my favorite aspect of them. And they also, I see that they saw that this was not a deep draft. So they went. Uh, they went to picks like round five and then they stopped. They didn't pick anything past round five, which I think is a, is a good decision. Um, I mean, I don't know if they traded picks or not looking at it on the outside looking in here, but they got a good value for all their picks here. 
I like Tyler Wallace. Um, I think Sean Wade's going to be a great player too. And Brandon Stevens is also going to be a good player. So, but past there, I think Sean Wade does have maybe a little bit of work to do. Well, the, he has to play in the slot. Yeah. He has to play in the slot. Uh, they, and he can do that here. Yeah. And again, that's fine. Because like, again, a lot of people expecting him to be able to move outside. Yeah, you still got Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. That's what I'm saying. So, you yeah. don't need him to play. Guy, you don't right? need him to play outside. Uh, which a lot of people expected him to excel at and wanted him to be, yep. and he just wasn't. But that's fine. You can come in and be a slot cornerback, and there is there's room for that. So I, I think it's great value. And again, it's you're you're swinging on talent. If if it doesn't turn out, okay, whatever. It was a fifth round pick. Yeah. Uh, who cares? So um, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm agree with you. I'm gonna give us an A minus too as well. Another good draft by Baltimore. They got a lot of good values here. And they're going to be another good team to recommend. Probably a good uh, competition with Kansas City and the AFC. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So that brings us to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, just going down there. Uh, draft picks. So in round one, they selected Edge Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. Round two, Edge Carlos Basham Jr. out of Wake Forest. Round three, offensive tackle Spencer Brown, Northern Iowa. Uh, round five, offensive tackle Tommy Doyle out of Miami. Round six, wide receiver Market Marquez Stevenson out of Houston. Round six, uh, safety Demar Hamlin out of Pittsburgh. And then again in round six, cornerback uh, Rashad Wild Goose out of Wisconsin. Great name. Yep. And round seven, that's right, close to it. <laughs> and round seven, offensive guard Jack Anderson at Texas Tech. So the Bills uh, again, they're one of those teams that. You're, you're, it, you don't have that many holes. You have an embarrassment of riches at a lot of positions. So uh, I think Edge was one of the one of their big like I would I would say that is one of their holes. They didn't they don't have a premier pass rusher off the edge. I mean you have Ed Oliver inside. Well, yeah, uh, and that, but that's what I love. That's yeah. what I love about what they did is Rousseau falled. They got him at. Pick 30, which is great value. You all know how I feel about him, but great value there. Uh, very raw, but he can develop in that that defensive system. And Carlos Basham is I, I want my favorite my I, favorite I, I pick really for them uh, at a Wake Forest. He's more of a traditional edge rusher. Uh, Rousseau can play kind of down uh, down on the ground. On uh, three point stance, but that's great. You have two guys that do different things. I didn't realize how big Rousseau was. Yeah, he, he's a big boy. Six foot seven. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, but I, I I love that though. They that was really their one like we could definitely upgrade this position, and they went round one, round two, back to back. They took care of it. So again, Buffalo, which was probably a top what well, they're definitely a top five team. Maybe you can even say a top three team. Yeah. Last year they just got better. Uh, and also round round three, I loved uh, Spencer Brown uh, out of Northern Iowa. Uh, he was one of my favorite tackles that I expected to go in round three. So like, I'm glad that he went. Uh, we saw all these guys drop. Like he, he went where he should have went. He's around. He's definitely a round three town that can be a great offensive tackle. Uh, other than that, like I thought it was kind of a. It, it was like. You know, okay. After that, uh, no one else really blew my mind. But you know, to knock the first three rounds uh, out of the park is is good enough for me. Everyone else is like, I guess we'll see. Um, you're taking a flyer, so yep. 
yeah, I, I, I'm sticking with a B for for Buffalo. Uh, just a solid draft. Uh, the impact players they needed to get, they got. Uh, and the other guys towards the later rounds, I didn't think there was any like real like steals or eye poppers there. Um, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Right, right. I mean, but, after round five, I mean, round five and on, you're looking at flyers. Exactly. I, I, I told this to you before you even start. Yeah. You're looking at practice squad guys or just prototype with the developmental type, the type of guys mm-hmm. who might pan out, might not. Either way, I think they did good round one, round two, or round three. And that's where you find your players that are going to make an impact. Um, I agree with you. I give this a B. But I think I would have given this an A if they went corner in the first round and then they took Basham in the second round. Because I think they need someone to play on the other side of Tredavious White. And they could get they could have got Basham, who I think is a I mean, top of the second round, maybe even back in sure. first round type of talent. Especially if you're seeing guys like um, uh, Peyton Turner going in the end of the first yeah, round. Exactly. So I think I think they could have got Basham later and they did. But they could have went a corner there, like Asante Samuel Jr. even, or Greg um, Newsom went a little earlier. But Asante, well, again, Asante Samuel Jr. would have been a good fit for them there. But um, so I stick with the B. They gave the Buffalo Bills, but A if you made the corner in round one and then bash you in round two. Yeah, agreed. But Connor, I just want to double back for a second. We actually skipped up on the Atlanta Falcons. Oh my God! I know. How could we have missed Atlanta? I know. I know. We. Yeah. ABCs. Yeah. They're, they're tough. Uh, I never really got them. <laughs> so um, I'll go ahead. I'll start yeah, off. Yeah, why don't with you start off with this? Because I, I felt very strongly. Like, we all knew that Kyle Pitts, well, not we all knew, but as a draft man approached, Kyle Pitts going through the Atlanta Falcons was a po- like a possibility and became more of a definite, actually. Um, Richie Grant in round two, I think, was a good pick. But Trayvon Morrig is sitting there. Exactly. You know, so I would have went Trayvon Morrig, but I love the pick of Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. In, Me uh, too. In round three. I think he's going to be a good starter there. Um, and then they had Darren Hall out of the uh, San Diego State, which I think is a good pick too. Um, I love Avery Williams too. In the oh, fifth round Avery two. Williams is one of my favorite picks. Yeah, I like that too. It's a good, it's a good uh, value there in round five. Um, could be a developmental guy. And maybe he could be a sub-package type of player. That could play for them. But our friends at PFF have this as a B. <sighs> I struggle with this. Um, I give this draft, I'll stick with a B. And I struggle with this because I know Kyle Pitts is probably the second best player in this draft. Well, you're already heading down the road that I'm heading yeah, down. Yeah, okay, good. I, I, we think the same on this. But I mean, if you see Lawrence going one, Wilson going two, you trade. Lance going three, you gotta trade. You gotta you trade. Gotta you gotta trade. Well, you got good value with Darren Hall out of San Diego State and Boy and uh, Avery Williams out of Boise State. You know, you, you have like secondary pieces you could work with, and let's not forget about um, Drew Dalman, uh, Taquan Graham. Um, I'm gonna try and pronounce this correctly. The edge rusher, Adu to Kumbo Obendeje, Deji. I probably butchered the hell out of that. Yeah, I would just be taking fly, flyers on at that point. So they still have a lot of question marks at defense. Maybe they could have collected more draft capital if they traded back, but they'd have to give up Kyle Pitts. But uh, I, it's a, it's a B minus for me okay. for that for that exact and I, reason. And I, yeah, that makes sense to me. It now does. again, Kyle Pitts looks a lot better if they end up trading Julio Jones. But I as of right now, but at right now, th- that's just hypothetical. Yeah. Like that's not set in stone yet. And who knows what the value they get for Julio Jones. It's not going to be the same value they would have gotten 
for no, trading. But we discussed this on the last pod. Maybe they could get draft capital, or maybe they can get some defensive pieces. They could. They could. I just, I just don't really see that. It doesn't really happen in the NFL that much. That's anymore. why, like, I, when, when a player comes available like Julio Jones, the New England Patriots come to mind. You know, to take a flyer on that older, like, veteran and stuff who could still make plays and they could bring out the best in them. I don't know how that. Maybe I could see changes. that. I could see that being sure. an option. But I don't know how that maybe changes with Tom Brady not there anymore. Maybe they don't take a flyer on a guy like that. Anymore. Yeah. But maybe it helps the development of Mac Jones. I don't know, but we'll that's, see. That's just what came to mind. But. We'll see, but uh, you know, so good yeah, yeah, good, there. good. They got good players for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's a B minus for me for not trading that pick. I I would have moved back for sure. Uh, because again, too, they could have. There was a bunch of teams that could have traded up uh, and yeah. they could have ended up anywhere uh, across the board. But also, we don't know. Maybe we don't looking know. at the past, like the teams after them. Um, five, Bengals aren't going for a quarterback. No. Six, Dolphins aren't going for a quarterback. Seven, Carolina's not going for a quarterback. Eight, um, seven, oh, Detroit Lions. I mean, they could go quarterback, but they just got Jared Goff. They're trying to get rid of some cap. And eight, Carolina's not going for a quarterback. But that's but this is the whole thing is they could. They could. Detroit could have. Denver could have. Uh, hell, Philadelphia could have. But these teams could have done it. They could have. And I feel like that there were definitely calls being made by teams later down, like well, New England and Washington. Calls yeah, but for their fourth, but. I don't know, but whatever. I mean, overall, not not terrible. Just no, yeah. I, I, that's why I stick with the pro football uh, focus grade on here. Mm. A bit, bit yeah. the All right, so that brings us to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, round I love their draft. Round one, love it. They selected cornerback J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. J.C. Horn. Round two, wide receiver Terrace Marshall out of LSU. Brady Marshall. Round three, offensive tackle Brady Christensen out of BYU. Uh, again, in round three, tight end Tommy Tremble out of Big. Notre Dame. Round four, running back Chubba Havard out of Oklahoma State. Round five, uh, defensive defensive lineman Davian Nixon out of Iowa. Again, in round five, cornerback Keith Taylor out of Washington. Round six, guard Deontay Brown out of Alabama. Round six, wide receiver Shai Smith out of South Carolina. Round six, long snapper Thomas Fletcher out of Alabama. And round seven, defensive uh, lineman Phil Hoskins out of Kentucky. So, again, I love what they did here. And similar to Buffalo. Those three rounds are Exactly. Similar to Buffalo, they knocked the first three rounds out of the park. Uh, I also love round six, Deontay Brown uh, out of Alabama, who is just a mammoth of a man that I don't even know if he needs to block. Like, he can just stand there. Yeah. And he can do a better job than some of the guards in the league right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I love that pick. Chubba Hubbard, who I don't like because I think he's one-dimensional as a running back. Mm-hmm. I think I called him going to Carolina, so I think it's the perfect fit for him to play behind Christian McCaffrey because – he can take some of the stress off of McCaffrey's back. Uh, he's lightning fast, but he's not a very good pass catcher. He can't block. Uh, he's very one-dimensional, and people thing. and people were high on him too. Uh, two years ago, they were thinking he was going to be the premier running back in this class, and then he just 
don't know, it just kind of fell apart. And he proved that he was one dimensional. So, but I do think this is the perfect fit for him uh, to come into. Uh, ultimately, for me, I give it, I give it a B plus. Uh, B plus coming around A minus. I also like Tommy Tremble out of Notre Dame. But when you when you hit a home run on the first three picks, yep. that's good enough for me. So uh, I'm going A, man. Yeah, I'm going between A minus and B plus. Yeah, I'm going A. I'm going flat A on this one. I was big on JC Horn before this draft started. I think he has more upside than Sertain. Mm-hmm. And I think that show with Carolina taking him above Sertain. And I love Terrace Marshall Jr. going 59 to them. Yeah. First round time. They need, they need I didn't that. think he was going to make it past Baltimore in the first round, especially when Baltimore had two picks. But I don't think they expected Rashad Bateman to be there. And of course, exactly. I didn't, res- I didn't expect him to be no, there either. Brady Christensen maybe a plug and play offensive tackle from day one. And I love Tommy Tremble being there too. Yeah. He's a tight end, but also could be playing the fullback for them too as well. So I think when you have four starters out of your first four picks here, probably, I think that's a home run. So I, I have an A for Carolina across the board. Yeah. And I really, really like uh, the selection of Brady Christensen. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a great pick there. I think you, you like so, the, yeah, you like the political yeah. while ago, actually. So good pick there. So. Yeah, definitely. All right, so that brings us to the Chicago Bears, where round one, they obviously traded up for Justin Fields. Uh, mm-hmm. Round two, offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Steel. Round five, offensive tackle Larry Borum. They could have uh, done that for those Missouri. Exactly, Missouri. Round six, running back Khalil Herbert out of Virginia Tech, one of my favorite running backs in the class. Wide receiver Daz Newsom out of North Carolina. Cornerback Thomas Graham out of Oregon. And defensive lineman uh, Caresis Tonga out of BYU. I, I, you, I, don't, I, I don't know too much about him. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't I know much about him. I don't think I did. But, <laughs> uh, too hard on yourself. But, I mean, we don't have to really talk about this that much. A+. Plus. No. A plus, 100% too, across the board, A plus. I mean, you, like I said, you could have stopped at the first two picks yeah. for me. But that's the thing is, honestly, you could have stopped at the first pick, and it's an A plus for getting Justin Fields there. But Tevin Jenkins in round two Huge. is such a good pick yes. for them. Especially when, um, you know, you have the Raiders, and we'll talk about them later. They went Alex Leatherwood in the first round. I mean, they had Tevin Jenkins there. They had Sitting right there. there. Oh. And, but anyway, again, that's, a, that's an argument we'll make later on in the draft. You know, on the podcast here, but mm-hmm. the first two picks here, like I said, they could have stopped Justin Fields. I'm putting all my chips in for Justin Fields. I'm very big on Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a great starter in the league. He could be the next big thing. Yeah, um, definitely. Tevin Jenkins is a good pick for me, too. I'm surprised he's there at 39. I thought he was a first-round talent, and, you know, 39 is not too far away from the first round anyway, so players drop for whatever reason. you got to reach his and shit. So, Tevin Jenkins is a good pick there in round two. And the other guys, like I said, around five and nine, or Pekis, probably multiple times, you're just taking flyers on guys. Practice exactly. Practice squad guys, third round. I mean, not third round. They're uh, third-string like type of players, so Justin Fields, A plus across the board for me. Agreed. Um, Chicago Bears. So, and again, too with Chicago, they don't have a lot of holes. They don't. Uh, it, quarterback was their main hole. Back man. Yeah. Um, so, and and the other holes are easy to find. You yeah. get them everywhere. I mean, Kyle Fuller's gone. Yeah, that's true. They 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 could have added. Kamara's gone. They could have man, but he wasn't really doing yeah, much for them. Good, but. Yeah, but they they still have a decent defensive backfield. Uh, all right, so Cincinnati Bengals, 
Round one, wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. I am very intrigued to hear your review. I, I have a lot to say on it. Um, round two, offensive tackle Jackson Carmen. Uh, round three, edge Joseph Osai. Uh, round four, edge Cameron Sample. Uh, round four, defensive lineman Tyler Shelvin out of LSU. Uh, round four, tackle Deontay Smith out of East Carolina. Round five, kicker Evan McPherson out of Florida. Round six, center Trey Hill out of Georgia. Round six, running back Chris Evans, uh, not to be confused with Captain America, out of Michigan. And round seven, Edge Wyatt Hubert out of Kansas State. Uh, so they're, they're an interesting draft. Uh, I have them at a B minus. Uh, as much as I said this on the last podcast, I would have gone Penny Sewell. Uh, if I were them over Jamar Chase, uh, mainly because I think with them, it's more important to protect the quarterback than to add another weapon. And they could have gotten another weapon later in round two uh, or round three or even beyond that. But uh, Jamar Chase still is, he's my number one wide receiver in the class and he can do it all and he's going to make that team better, which is great. Uh, I don't love the pick of Jackson Carmen uh, in the second. I think that was a huge reach. Uh, but my favorite pick for them was round three, Edge Joseph Osai out of Texas. Uh, I had him as one of the better pure edge rushers in the class. So I loved this pick for them. Uh, and the rest of their draft was kind of meh. Like, yeah. I, I, it didn't really do much for me. And uh, they really only get a B minus just because of the skill of Jamar Chase and getting Joseph aside in round three. Connor, I can't agree with you more. Um, Joseph Asai is a great value for them in round three. Uh, Jamar Chase, I agree. They could have went an offensive tackle here with Penny Sewell. Maybe with Rashawn Slater, they could have taken here. But um, I think the Jackson Carmen pick is a big head scratcher to me when they could have taken Dylan Redunds or um, a Samuel Cosme. But, and nonetheless, I do give them a decent a decent draft grade here. I'm going to go with a B minus, just based on I want to see Burrow and Jamar Chase perform at the next level. So with that said, yeah, B minus. Yeah, me. I agree. All right, so that brings us to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, who just knocked it right out of the park, into the parkway. A++ draft for me. Uh, In round one, they drafted cornerback Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. Round two, linebacker Jeremiah Wosu-Kamaroa out of Notre Dame. Round three, wide receiver Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn. Round four, offensive tackle James Hudson out of Cincinnati. Round four, defensive lineman Tommy Togiai. I can't pronounce the last name. Ohio State. Uh, he's got a lot of potential, but shitty last name. Uh, <laughs> round five, linebacker Tony Fields, uh, the second out of West Virginia. Round five, safety Richard LeCounte or LeConte. <laughs> LeCount. I think LeCounte is awesome. Sounds good. And if he doesn't pronounce it that way, yeah. he should. Yeah. Georgia. And then round six, running back Demetric Felton out of UCLA. Uh, where to start with this draft? Uh, Greg Newsome. Uh, my fourth best cornerback uh, on the board. Actually, maybe even third with Caleb Farley's uh, injury issues. Uh, Bolster's an already strong secondary. I love that pick. 
Jeremiah Wosu Camaroa was probably the steal of the draft, um, if not one of the steals of the draft. Uh, he can do it all at the linebacker position. He can drop back into coverage. He can rush the passer. Uh, they really just knocked, you know, all the holes. All, they 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 strengthened all the positions position groups that they needed to strengthen. And I think they have the best defense in the league. Um, I think in round six, getting running back Demetric Felton was great value. Good, good flyer taking a running back. Exactly. Well, yeah, and you know they have Fine. Nick Chubb, they have Kareem Hunt, but this guy is a gadget guy that can return kicks. You can line him up in the slot. He's great in the passing game. Uh, you can line him up all over the field, uh, and he's a real. He's one of the most interesting uh, running back prospects in this class. Uh, so I think great value there. Why not? Uh, take a shot on him. James Hudson, offensive tackle out of Cincinnati. Uh, he's a he's a great player. Uh, they just they just got better uh, and they just nailed all their picks. A plus for me. A plus plus for me. PFF has his A plus. You have this as an A plus. I have this as an A plus. Yes. Gregory Newsome, I thought was going to go a little bit sooner in the first round. So good value there by Cleveland. And for for one, uh, Jeremiah Wosu Camaro going number fifty two overall. I had him in the first round, too, as well. So good value there for Cleveland. That defense is a freaking force, and I'm excited to see them play. And Anthony Schwartz, I'm excited to see that, too, as well. Maybe that's a writing on the wall for Odell, but I think we're a year away from that. We talked about this a little earlier, and I another year before Odell yeah. gets moved. Um, I like Richard LeContier out of Georgia. I think he's going to be a, maybe a possibly a third safety or a star safety for them. So I like the value there in round five. And can't argue with the Demetric Felton getting taken out of UCLA in round six. Good flyer in uh, you know, the sixth round to join the group with um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Could be another um, you know guy in the rotation type of player for them, especially if one of them move on, probably uh, Kareem Hunt. So we'll see how that pans out. But this is an A-plus draft for me. I like the value here on all of their picks. Andrew Berry did a great job, so I'm, I'm excited to see the Cleveland Browns, and I don't remember the last time I've ever said that. Yeah, So, and I think that they are actually a legitimate Super Bowl threat. Uh, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Buffalo, Kansas City, Cleveland, very excited to see them. Yes, and Baltimore. And Baltimore, right. Uh, so that brings us to uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so round one. Whatever they did, I hate yeah. Round one. Uh, obviously, they traded back with Philadelphia. They took linebacker Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Connor, who'd they take Philadelphia for the trade? Go straight to hell. <laughs> Round two, they took cornerback Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. Round three, defensive lineman Oso Digizua out of UCLA. Round three, edge Chauncey Golson out of Iowa. Round three, cornerback Nashawn Wright out of Oregon State. Round four, linebacker Jabil Cox out of LSU. Round four, offensive tackle Josh Ball out of Marshall. Round five, wide receiver Simi Fihoka out of Stanford. Round six, defensive lineman Quinton Bohana out of Kentucky. Round six, cornerback Israel Mukuhamu Ooh. out of South Carolina. I'm more saying ooh with the pronunciation. I know you were. <laughs> Round seven, offensive guard Matt Farniuk out of Nebraska. So uh, – I'll just say that uh, in round one at, at 12, I think they got the best player available, um, mm -hmm. the best defensive player in the draft in Michael Parsons. I know they wanted Patrick Sertain or, or J.C. Horn, but that's not how the draft fell. The way it rolls, man. They, they traded back, which is smart. They still got their guy. 
uh, and he, he's, he's easily the best defensive player uh, on their roster right now. Uh, he can do it all. He can drop back into coverage. He can rush the passer. He's great against the run. That's a great pick for them. Uh, and then round four, Jabril Cox, uh, another one of the steals of the draft. Uh, I had a round two grade on him. Getting him at round four, 115 is great value. Uh, he's – one of my on the board. one of my favorite linebackers uh, in the class, uh, and you know he does a lot of things really well. He's not that explosive, which and he, like he doesn't have he doesn't have the strength, I should say, uh, that is the main concern with him. But we'll see. I think he has a lot of potential, so I think that's a, a really great pick. And I like the Oso Digizua pick, um, defensive lineman out of UCLA. Uh, he was probably the best defensive lineman uh, at the senior bowl. Uh, he's has power. He has quickness. He has all of that, which is great. But other than that, this draft left a lot to be desired. Uh, I think Nashawn Wright in the third round was the biggest reach of the draft. Um, I don't, I don't even think he should have been drafted. Uh, I think there were plenty of other good cornerbacks there and if you want if you like that guy you could have easily got him in the sixth or seventh round uh so i hated that pick chauncey golston out of iowa he has some potential but i you know i don't know he he lacks that explosiveness uh so i don't really like that pick at all uh and calvin joseph in round two uh he's got talent but he's got character issues which seems to be a common trend with Dallas Cowboy picks. Uh, he's got and he's got consistency issues. You know, sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't, and I just don't know if he can be that guy there for them. Um, he's very very fast, which is great. He's got elite speed um, for his size, but I don't know. The consistency worries me. Um, this is a this is a C C plus draft for me. Um, Connor, I can't agree with you more. I think a lot of these picks that they have here is a lot of reaches and trying to fill voids that they necessarily are desperate to fill. Um, Michael Parsons, I agree with you 100%. I think he's a great value there around one. I think he's the best player on the board. Uh, possibly a plug-and-play, like, I mean, all-pro type of player that they could have there in the middle of their defense. Kelvin Joseph, I like a lot. However, I don't like him in round two. I think he's a round three type mm -hmm. of flyer type of player. Um, the rest, I think, are just flyers, except for Jabril Cox. I really wanted Jabril Cox in my Philadelphia Eagles. I think he would have filled a great void at a much-needed position at linebacker. And I was hoping he fell to 120, and he didn't. But with that said, it's a decent draft um, if they work out. But there were a lot of – again, there are a lot of flyers here. So I think I'm going to give this a C for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they could have done a whole lot better in that draft. But they did get some decent players, so we'll see how it works out for them. But I think yep. that teams are going to go past happy with them. Uh, so that brings us to the Denver Broncos. It's fucked up my draft. Yeah. Uh, round one, they picked Patrick Sertain out of Alabama. Round two, running back Javante Williams of North Carolina. Round three, uh, offensive lineman Quinn Mainers, Miners out of Wisconsin Whitewater, uh, who was a lot of people's uh, favorite pick. 
uh, linebacker Baron Browning out of Ohio State, safety Caden Stearns out of Texas, safety Jamar Johnson out of Indiana, wide receiver Seth Williams out of Auburn, cornerback Kerry Vincent Jr. out of LSU, edge Johnny Cooper out of Ohio State, and edge Marquise Spencer out of Mississippi State. Uh, this was a this was a great draft by the Denver Broncos. Um, I mean, take Patrick Sertain, bolster an already strong secondary, already strong defense there. Uh, so that pretty much leaves defense not a problem for them in the future. Running back Javante Williams in the second. Uh, he's one of my favorite running backs in the class. I uh, had him as my third best running back uh, on the board, or third best running back in the draft. Uh, he was the best running back on the board at the time. Uh, I love what he brings to the table, toughness, hard to tackle. He breaks tackles better than anyone in this class. Uh, I think he's going to be great in Denver. You were very big on him. I yeah, um, and my favorite pick is safety Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. I don't know why he lasted till round five. Uh, he was easily a day two talent. Uh, for me, uh, one of the best safeties in the class. He's got great ball skills. Uh, so I, I I think he's perfect for Vic Fangio's defense. Uh, and we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see how it works out. But I think that defense just got stronger. I like getting Seth Williams around six. I think he's one of the best or top ten wide receivers in the class, uh, maybe tenth. But it was a strong uh, wide receiver class. And while they are loaded at wide receiver, you saw what happened when Carlton Sutton went down. Um, you know, you have Judy, you have KJ Hamler, but now they have another weapon in Seth Williams. So great draft by the Broncos. Uh, I'm going to give them – I'm going to give them an A, honestly. Well, I'm going to give you a fuck you. Okay. Because you took my my uh, steal in the, in the Broncos draft here. Jamar Johnson, I believe, is going to be a plug-and-play starter on the other side of Justin Simmons. Um, I think he's a great value here in round five. I, I even had him going as early as, I don't know, 80 in round three. So I'm, I think that's great value there for them. Benji Sertain, I mean, you can't argue, possibly a shutdown corner. You can shut down half the field with him. However, if I was a Denver Broncos, I probably would have went quarterback. But needless yeah. to say, Aaron Rodgers in the wind here. You know, So we'll see if that pans out. Javante Williams, I like a lot. I think it's a good one-two punch with him and Melvin uh, Gordon. I think that's going to be a great a great duo. Um, so with that said, those are my favorite picks for their draft. The other ones um, could be Flyers. Uh, Baron Browning, good Ohio State linebacker. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if he pans out there in the middle of their defense. Other than that, I think they're taking a lot of Flyers here. Seth Williams could be a possible starter for them. Um, but, you know, I we'll, we'll see how that pans out. So I think I have them going as a B for their draft. Um, basically, if they get an Aaron Rodgers to pair up with this kind of draft class here, I think that's that, that that's awesome. So I, I, I give them a B. For sure. Okay, so that brings us to the Detroit Lions. Uh, round one, they went offensive tackle Panay Sewell out of Oregon. Round two, defensive lineman Levi Onwerzariki. Out of Washington, uh, round three, defensive lineman Ali McNeil out of NC State. Round three, cornerback Ifidu Melifonwu out of Syracuse. Great draft. Round four, wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown out of USC. Round four, linebacker Derek Barnes out of Purdue. And round seven, running back Jamar Jefferson out of Oregon State. Uh, I loved what Detroit did. Uh, They're the only team that recognizes that they're in a rebuild and they're starting from scratch. 
Um, what better way to start with a franchise left tackle and Panay Sewell? They were drooling when he fell to them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they have a, a pretty good offensive line with Sewell, Frank Ragnow, Taylor Decker. They're positioning themselves really well. And, you know, this wasn't a very strong defensive lineman class, but Ali McNeil was one of my favorite defensive linemen in this draft. Uh, that's a great pick in round three. Uh, on Warzarike, uh, he didn't play last year, but he's got a ton of potential. He's got elite pass rusher uh, potential. So I think they're they're starting in the trenches, and they built that up great. My favorite pick was Ifidu Melifonwu out of Syracuse, who a lot of people were loving. It was a big riser. I late. love him too. I agree. I'm and he was one of the best. I'm in on and he was one of the best. Uh, cornerback prospects in this draft. I am, um, I am 100% in on him. Yep. I think he's going to be a great player in this league. I really do. He's got big size, six yep. foot two, 205. Yep. Uh, love it. And Amon Ross St. Brown, one of the better wide receivers in this class, getting him in round four. So they started with the trenches, but then they filled, they slowly started to fill out other needs with cornerback and wide receiver, you know, to, to build on next year. So they did a great job in this draft. Yeah. Really so I, I give them an A for that, honestly. I'm going to piggyback off you, man. I'm going to also give them an A. Um, I think they have uh, one, two, three, four, five sure starters in their first picks here. Um, Penny Sewell, plug and play, possibly all pro, even Hall of Fame tackle, which a lot of draft evaluators have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levi on uh, Wuzarike, I think could be a plug and play day one starter there. Um, Ali McNeil, I even, I even have higher. As a, as a possible he, starter. He there. very well could be, too. And I'm very vocal on how I feel about Ifutu uh, Melifanu. I think he's going to be a starter from day one, too, as well. And they really have no one starting on the wide receiver position. So, Ayman Ra um, from St. Brown, um, I think um, – I think he comes in right away. And yeah. he's their their go-to option, honestly. I, I think so. I don't think they have any other options. Who, there, who, so. else, is, who else is there? Absolutely nobody. Yeah. Marvin Jones gone. Kenny Galladay gone. Yeah. So, that, that's who they only have. So – um, they can, you know, they can get, get involved in the offense and even game plan wise. So I give the uh, Detroit Lions an A, and that's the first time I can say that in a long time. Definitely. Uh, so Green Bay, you want you want to take that one? <laughs> uh, this draft sucks. Yes, yeah, it's <laughs> so one of the worst drafts. I think they reached on Eric Stokes. I like what they did in round two. Josh Myers from Ohio State. I think he could be a center. He could be a guard even too mm. as well. Um, I think they were kind of scrambling to uh, fill the void of Corey Lindsley. So, big loss. Yeah, big, big loss, loss there. Um, Eric Stokes, I don't think they really needed, so to speak. I mean, they have Jahir no. Alexander. And they round one? Kevin King back. Yeah, well. and, and round one? Yeah, man. But and he's, they, yeah, he's one of the fastest players in the draft, but he's not one of the yeah. top five cornerbacks. So they have Amari Rodgers, wide receiver in round three. Royce Newman, round four. Um, Tadarrell Slayton in round five. Shemar, uh Gene Charles in round five as well. Uh, Cole Van Lannen in round six. Isaiah McDuffie in round six as well. And Kylan Hill in uh, round seven. So I think this draft is a lot of flyers and hopefuls to me, mm-hmm. except for Amari Rodgers in round three. Yeah, I think that is a very sure thing to uh, implement their offense from day one. They needed a slot receiver, and that's what Amari Rodgers is. Right, right. I think um, Aaron Rodgers, if he's still there, is going to have a fun time with Amari Rodgers. And, um, I don't think it's going to be Aaron throwing to well, – you know, I don't think it's going to be a well, Rodgers to Rodgers connection. <laughs> that's to be decided. Yeah. Um, and I think Matt LaFleur is going to have a lot of fun scheming him in his offense too as well. So Devontae uh, Adams on the outside, Amari Rodgers in the slot. And 
I know you're not very high on them, but Lazard and uh, Valdez Scanling and the other uh, wide receiver two position, I think could, uh, you know, uh, have problems for opposing teams. So I don't give this team, the Green Bay Packers, a very good uh, draft grade. I'd probably give them a C. Yeah. Um, that's. I think they missed on everything except for Amari Rodgers. Yeah, that's what I give them too. Uh, I, I like Amari Rodgers a lot. I still think they were better receivers there. Um, that they could have taken, but uh, but they definitely need a slot receiver, and that's exactly what Amari Rodgers is. Yep. Um, so that's that's important, but that's really maybe with J- Josh Myers too. That's maybe the only two picks that I I like. Um, but it's 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 got to be a C for me, dog. Just <laughs> not just. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, just I'm not good value picks. Uh, I just don't really know what Green Bay is doing. Like, I really don't. I don't. I don't either. And I, I think once Aaron's gone. I think they had other things on their mind because of all the Aaron Rodgers that came out on draft night. I think once Aaron's gone, they're going to find themselves in the dark age. Like, <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be tough to come they back. They were lucky, from. man. They went from, what, Brett Favre for, like, what, 18 years? And then Aaron, Aaron Rodgers for another, like, 16 years? So they look like that, man. Yeah, well, they're going to – it's a wait and see. They're going to hurt. It's a wait and see. Um, so that brings us to the Houston Texans. And if you don't mind, I want to take this one. Go for it, baby. D. <laughs> and that's because they really didn't They really didn't have much to um, wiggle room here because of uh, Bill O'Brien trading away all the draft picks yep. around one, around two. They did take Davis Mills with their first uh, pick in the draft this year, which is very eye-opening for me. Because, I mean, you had very high hopes for him. I mean, I think you had him going late first, early second type quarterback. Am I wrong? So, I I think that – I think that he has potential. Like, he, he's a good – definitely a good quarterback prospect. But I just don't understand the direction that they're, they're going in here. So, actually, so – Houston didn't have round one pick. They didn't have a round two pick. Yeah. Uh, some the of the picks, yeah, some of the picks I really like. Wide receiver Nico Collins out of Michigan, round three. I really like that pick. Tight end Brevin Jordan out of Miami. He was my third best tight end in the draft. Um, getting him in round five is great value. Yep. Uh, I really liked those two picks, and I think it's good to, you know, set yourself up for the future. Give yourself – give your next quarterback some weapons so they can come in and he has someone to throw to. What I don't understand with the Davis Mills pick is Houston is most likely going to get the number one pick next year, but most definitely top three. They should be so one. you're going to be getting your franchise, your next franchise quarterback with that pick. And why wouldn't you give him, you know, some help or even on the defensive side of the football, but give him some help in round three with that first pick too. I don't think there's anyone more upset in this draft than Davis Mills going to the Houston Texans. You're going to an ugly situation. Well, I mean, no, I mean, maybe not for him. I mean, he, he'll actually I mean, potentially get a chance to start. Like, he's got the Deshaun Watson shit weighing over his head, too, as well, you know? But, like – he's got to he, be the next big guy. What other, what, other, what other team would he start at? None. Yeah, so maybe he gets to start. He gets to show his stuff. Everybody but wants has, a chance. But he doesn't really have that big of a chance to show his stuff. He has a better chance showing him stuff there than being a backup on any other team. Who though? I mean, Brendan Cooks. No, I'm saying, but if he if he looks okay, then a maybe he maybe he maybe he stays there, but maybe other teams take notice of that. He's got a a uphill battle to you know 
he's sure, but I I just I don't think he's the he's the one that's upset with going there. I think it's just more so Houston just not knowing how to just what their what their game plan is. I, I don't I don't understand it. I think they did, uh, I think they did the best they could with what they had. I I would have gotten like a placeholder, uh, like a placeholder wider uh, quarterback for the time being, and just kind of rolled they with it for a year. That. They could, but that just makes this pick even the more head scratching. Yeah. So that's why I, I give him a D, and this is only because I, I think that they made a mistake giving Bill O'Brien the organization. Yeah, I so, give I give them a, a C minus. Um, okay. And you know it's. Because I, I do like some of the players they got, and obviously they didn't have a lot of draft picks, but it, it is what it is. They did what they could, man. Yeah. Uh, so that brings us to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, and they selected round one, Edge Quiddy Pay out of Michigan. Round two, Edge Dio Odenabo out of Vanderbilt. Round four, tight end Kylan Granson at SMU. Round five, Sean Davis out of Florida. Round six, Sam Ellinger out of Texas. Round seven, Michael Strachan out of Indianapolis, and round seven, Will Fries out of Penn State. Uh, so this draft, uh, obviously getting Quiddy Pay at twenty-one, great value. He was a lot of people's best pass rusher on the board. Uh, expected to go probably ten slots earlier, uh, so that's a great pick. Uh, their best pick, honestly. Uh, I like Sam Ellinger in round six. Uh, he had a lot of potential at Texas. Showed a lot of potential. Uh, and he's going to be a good backup to Carson Wentz, and you definitely want to have. Uh oh, Carson looks over your shoulder. You definitely want to have an insurance blanket uh, back there with Carson's injury history. But other than that, uh, this draft was kind of mad to me. But then again, Indianapolis doesn't have a lot of holes to fill. Their defense is very good. Their offensive line is very good. They got a good run game, good quarterback, um, some good receivers. I would have liked them to add another receiver uh, early. There were plenty on the board, and I still feel like they, they're they either lacking a number two or a true number one. Yes, Hilton's still there, but I'm mainly talking about the future. Uh, so I, I, that's that that dropped them a letter for me. Uh, I'm going to give them – I'm going to give them a C plus, honestly. That's that's what I'm sticking that's with. That's a fair grade for yeah. them, man, because I think this, this team went in knowing they needed – immediate edge rushing help and they, they did that they doubled it they went quitty pay yeah. and they uh uh Adenibo. Adenibo, thank you um so they, they doubled it there and uh you know uh, probably number one pass rusher and quitty pay who could be a plug and play starter from day one and um their second round pick from vanderbilt i can't pronounce, pronounce his name so I'm not even going to try. I don't even try. <laughs> so I think he could be a rotational guy there. And then the rest of them, they just took flyers, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So um, Chris Ballard, great GM. I think he knows his roster. He doesn't see a lot of holes. He did great in a lot of other drafts before this, but I got to give them also a C-plus here. Yeah. Just based on the fact they took Woody Payne in the first round, I think that's great value for, yeah. them, for him dropping that far. But, hey, I think they're going to do great things next year. So yeah, that's so what's too. most important. I think so, too. All right, so that takes us to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Going in alphabetical order here. Um, nothing to say. Trevor Lawrence, they got their quarterback of the future. Um, Travis Etienne. Uh, Tyson Campbell, Walker Little, Andrew Sisko, Jay Tufeli, Jordan Smith, 
Luke Farrell and Jalen Camp. That's their picks for the entire draft. Um, I love Trevor Lawrence. I don't love Travis Etienne. I think that was a bit of a reach for them. I love him as a player. I do too. I just one, don't. Man. Well, I just round don't. Three? I just no. I mean, he could have he he could have gone round one, but he could have gone round like I mean, I, I saw him going round two, but I guess. But like not to Jacksonville. They don't need a running back, and I mean, first off. You could have gotten him with your your round two pick at thirty three. He would have been there. He could have been. Yeah, who else is going to take him? My favorite pick from this team, though, outside of Trevor Lawrence, is Walker, Walker Little. Easy. Yes, yeah. you do. You yep. fucking do it, man. Absolutely. Round three. He hasn't played round in like. Two, I'm sorry. Plug and play tackle for yeah. them to watch Trevor Lawrence's blind side. Um, good, good pick for them. I, I have no arguments there. And Tyson Campbell, good value for them at the uh, beginning of round two. Mm-hmm. So I think they have plug and play starters there. I don't know about Travis Etienne. I think James Campbell, it's James Robinson. I'm sorry, James Campbell. James Robinson is there to start for running back. So Travis I mean, Etienne is just a, pl- I, um, a I, rotational guy. I think Travis Etienne is going to take over the role eventually. I think he's. We'll a, I think he's better. He's way more explosive than James Robinson. I think he's a better running back, sure, but. You already have your guy there. You don't need to go running back. If right. you're going to go running back, wait another year or something. See what James Robinson can do. Like again, do in you year think two. That they were like thrown into a little bit of a frenzy because the Vikings treated back with the Jets and they took Christian Darrisaw. No, Tevin yeah. Jenkins is still there. Like yeah. what? And and two. Why? Like I just Dude, there's I so many different picks you could have made. Yeah. Running back there just doesn't make sense to me. But I also really like Jay Tufeli out of USC, the defensive lineman. Again, not a good defensive line class, but he was one of the ones that I really like. So Good value there. Yeah, around, uh, definitely. Round four. four. Yeah, good yeah. value there. Yeah. So all in all, uh, I give the Jaguars a B. Yeah, I give, them a, I, I give them a B plus just because of Trevor fine. Lawrence. And I, I basically give them a B, and um, I would give them a B plus or an A minus. The Travis Etienne pick really just sticks out to me. So yeah. I give them a B for that matter. Yeah. So anyway, so B and uh, B plus for you. Yeah. So Kansas City Chiefs, um, they traded away their day one pick for Orlando Brown. Does that add to the equation? For me, it does. It does for me too. Yeah. So they have Nick Bolton going around too, which I love. absolutely am in love with this pick in round two. Um, you had him going as high as round one, and yep. I couldn't agree with you more. He, he, he was he, he was my number one linebacker. Yep. Um, well, I mean, so I had Jeremiah Owosu Camaroa as the number one, but Nick Bolton is a different type of linebacker. But so I got okay, I guess I have him as my number two linebacker, but one of the best linebackers in the class for sure. Yeah, I agree. So they had Creed Humphrey going in round two. Love round that four. pick. That, I, I like that pick too. Round four, they had Joshua uh, Kandoa. Kando. 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 And they had uh, Noah Gray going around five. Cornell Powell going in round five as well. And Trey Smith going in round six. Who fell all the way they down did. because yeah. of, uh, I forget what the, it was a blood blood clot issue yep. uh, with him. So but. developmental guy there in guard, possibly a, a center type of versatility there. But I think more of a guard in, and Trey oh. Smith, oh yeah, but Trey yeah. Smith is like he's one of the best interior yeah. linemen in this class. Yeah, he's a good pick. The only reason he fell was because of those blood clots. So and great who's value happier with the offensive line help that they give this offseason than Patrick Mahomes. I just love the Kansas City Chiefs Me and too. how they continue to just make the right picks. Like this is an A uh, draft for me, yep. especially after trading for Orlando Brown, but. 
linebacker was a weakness. They strengthened it with Nick Bolton, who yep. is when that guy hits you, you feel it. Yep. Like you don't he's move. A he, he's a like you don't gain an extra yard when you get hit. You're falling backwards. Yep. Uh, Creed Humphrey is my favorite pick here. Um, my favorite pick of their draft. Um, one of my favorite picks in the draft at round two. Uh, I think he was the best pure center uh, in the draft. Uh, I don't know how he fell this far. Um, he's one of happen, one of the man. best interior linemen, and just what the doctor ordered for them. Because it picks like Peyton Turner. True. <laughs> true. Uh, but just loved loved the draft from the Chiefs. That's an A for me. I agree with you, man. I'm right there with you. An A for this draft. Um, trade for Orlando Brown. That weighs that weighs mm-hmm. in the um, draft grade here. And taking Nick Bolton in round two, just a bruiser. It's a feedback Noel's going to love in his defense. So A for me, A for you. Great draft. Uh, man, that brings us to Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. So round one, they took Alex Leatherwood. Round two, Trayvon Morig. Round three, Malcolm uh, Kantz. Uh, round uh, three again, Divine Diablo. One of the great Badass names. Name. Badass name, yeah. yes. Round four, Tyree uh, Gillespie. And uh, round five, Nate Hobbs. And round seven, Jimmy Morrissey. So I don't like any of the picks. I think they're all Regis besides Trayvon Mowbray. Yep. So Alex Leatherwood, I don't hate the player. I think he's a great player. And I think just went too be, early. Just went too early. That's it, man. He's a second round talent, possibly third round talent. Uh, I could see him drop it to the third round. I think it's a big reach by the Raiders Raiders, but Yeah, I saw him going in the second. Um, okay. but it doesn't matter. He went seventeen yep. and he's gonna play guard at the next level. Yeah. So and he wasn't, you know, he wouldn't be one of the best guards in the class. So Going him at 17 is definitely a reach there. Yep. So I give this draft a C. Yep. And this is just solely based on Trayvon yep. Murray dropping to them at 43. If he did not drop to them at 43, I am scared to see what well, he would have done. Dropping that dropping to him and they actually they actually took him. So that's what makes <laughs> it a C. Which did. I would not have seen them yeah. making a smart play like that. So it, without him, it's an F. Uh, but yeah. it's a C just because of him. So that and should again, that should tell you enough. And, I, and again, I think you agree with me, and I know you do. I know you do agree with me. Alex Leatherwood is going to be a good player at the next level. However, round one is just as a stupid reach for him. Yeah, just and so that's why I give him a C. Uh, couldn't agree more. So that brings us to the Los Angeles Chargers, and I think this is again one of the better drafts in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had one of my favorite. Offensive lineman in this draft going in round one, and that's Rashawn Slater at number 13, Asante Samuel Jr. at round two, round three, they had Josh Palmer, Trey McKitty, Chris Rumpf, Brendan James, uh, Nick Nieman, uh, Larry Roundtree, and Mark Webb. So everything beyond Chris Rumpf. I think are just flyers. I mean, I'm sure you maybe you'll disagree with me. You know this draft a little deeper than I do, but this draft gets an A plus for me. I think Rashawn Slater at left tackle is going to be a huge help to Justin Herbert and Asante Samuel Jr., who I think is going to be a, a good talent there in uh, round two as well to start on the other side of Chris Harris Jr. So I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this draft. Um, I give this an A plus. Yeah, A plus for me, easy. Uh, Rashawn Slater, getting him to help out Justin Herbert, give him some more 
uh, protection. That's that's the move. That's the same thing what I said with Cincinnati, what they should have done uh, with their young quarterback. Uh, getting Josh Palmer uh, in the third was great value as well. Uh, I think he's a, a very good wide receiver, a little bit outside the top 10 for me, but still a very good wide receiver. So you give him, Herbert another weapon. Uh, and Asante Samuel Jr. is one of my favorite cornerbacks in the class. Uh, so bolster up that secondary. And you're getting Derwin James back this year. So A-plus draft for me. I hope Easy. Derwin James gets healthy. Me too. I'm, he's I'm, so good. He is really good. So A-plus draft for me for the Chargers, A-plus for you. I'm very excited to see them building up on that offense for uh, Justin Herbert. Agreed. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, a little bit of a head scratch for me this draft. They had 2 2 Atwell going in round two, Ernest mm. Jones in round three, Bobby Brown the third in round four, uh, Robert Rochelle going in round four as well, Jacob Harris in round four, Ernest Brown in round five, and Jake Funk in uh, round seven. Great name. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't Funk. see any values here. No, I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't see any starters or any rotate. Well, maybe rotational players, yes, but no impact players here for me, man. Um, I think this is just a waste of a draft for Los Angeles Rams. I give this, you know what? I'm going to give us an F. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give us an F. Um, I think they have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup there in wide receiver for the, the Rams. So their first pick to be a wide receiver at 2 2 Atwell for Louisville. Is a bit of a reach for me. Mm-hmm. I think they could have had other picks here. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned for for this draft and them building, but I think they're going to be a good team nonetheless because they did make the trade this offseason, getting Matthew. Yeah, Stafford. I definitely think they're going to be a good team. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a good team. So I think this draft, like uh, much like the, uh, I forget which draft I said, but much of a wash. So I think they yeah. just took players just to take players at this point. So we'll see how they work out and everything, but I give this an F for now. I hope Sean McVay integrates some of these guys in the offense a little better, but F. That's exactly what they did. Uh, I also give it an F. I just I, – I really – you said it all. They they just picked players to pick players. Uh, I don't really particularly like any of the, the prospects they got. There was no like, oh, wow, like this guy's really good or this guy's a big sleeper. Like yeah. it was just kind of – Run of the mill. It's just meh, like meh. And yeah. Like okay, good. You took that guy. You know, it didn't really do anything for me. No. I'm so right there with you. That brings us to the Miami Dolphins going off better goal here. So me and you have very high hopes for, or you and I, if uh, any English uh, majors are listening here. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Jalen Waddle, uh, the Miami Dolphins took here round one, round one as well. I picked number eighteen, Jalen Phillips. Round two again, uh, Javon Holland from Oregon, Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame, Hunter Long from Boston College, uh, Lamel Coleman from Massachusetts, and Jared Dokes from Cincinnati. So I love the pick of Jalen Waddle going at six. I think they probably could have traded back and got got Jalen Waddle a little bit later. But if you see your guy, take him. Um, Jalen Phillips, I'm a little skeptical on because I know he did have concussion issues um, at a very young age. So I'm a little concerned there. Javen Holland was a little bit of a head scratcher to me. Um, I think I would have taken Trayvon Morig there because mm. I think Trayvon Morig is a better talent. He did, however, fall in the draft to the Raiders, and we know that story. We went over it. But 
Uh, uh, Liam Eikenberg, I think, is a good tackle, but you also did have Tevin Jenkins there and um, um, Dylan Redunds. So I think they're better prospects than Liam Eikenberg. I like Eikenberg a lot, though. I will say I do. That. I do, yeah. too. But I think I like um, Dylan Redunds a little bit better than Liam Eikenberg. That's so fair. I give this draft – I'm going to give – I'm going to – I'm going to go with um, an A minus. Yeah. I'm... Just based on the fact they got their guy, Jim Lovato, that they always loved all along. I think they had him uh, number one on their draft board to begin with. And they did a lot of uh, trading around with the Niners and the Eagles. And they got to number six where they got their guy, Jim Lovato. And they got their pass rusher and Jalen Phillips. So I give this an A minus for them. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. Uh, I love Jalen Waddle's probably my favorite player in this draft. I love Jalen Waddle so much. I think he's. Super explosive. Very high on him. Oh, I yeah. Too, yeah. And Jalen Phillips was my favorite edge rusher in the class as well. Uh, a little worried about the concussion history, but when he's on the field, he is just deadly. Uh, and there wasn't, you know, too many premier pass rushers in this class. And I think he was the premier one. Uh, Javon Holland, uh, while I did have Mo Rig higher, Holland was my second highest safety. Yeah. And I think he's really good. Um, he opted out last year, so uh, we don't really know what his, I guess, ceiling is. Um, but he's got a lot of potential. I really like Liam Eikenberg. Uh, he's probably going to come in and play right tackle right off the bat, which is great. Uh, and Hunter Long, uh, tight end out of Boston College, I really like him as well too. So uh, that's 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 like an A. A A minus. I'm say A minus for me. Say we're in the same ballpark. As yeah. Me. All right. Good. Um, so we have the Minnesota Vikings coming up here, and uh, they made a lot of picks in this draft. And I'm actually going through it right here. I didn't notice they picked a lot, like like they had this many picks. Yeah. So I'm gonna raffle through them real quick. So we got Christian Derisaw going around one, Kevin Mon around three, Chaz Surratt in round three, Wyatt Davis in round three, Patrick Jones round three, um, Kene Wugawu in round round four, Cameron Bynum in round four. Jamarius Robinson, round four. Emir Smith-Marcete, and round five. Zach Davidson, round five. Thank you for the easy pronunciation name in round five, Zach Davidson. Um, <laughs> Jalen Twyman, in round six. So, with that said, I think the Minnesota Vikings have an A here for me. And I'm going to say that basically the fact that they traded back from um, their pick in, I think it was number 14, to the Jets to take um, – Barry Tucker, and they traded back to yeah, Christian Darisaw from Virginia Tech. Which I love. I yeah, love that I love pick. him too, man. And can they took Kellamon, the quarterback from Texas A&M, in round three. Who's got a lot of potential as well. Which has my eyebrows raising yeah. because there were reports that came out that they were having their eyes on Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were eager to take a quarterback, and they did in round three, their first pick after Christian Darisaw. Um, I love Chas Surratt from North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, I love that pick. Yeah, me too, man. And so many is going to use him in so many different ways. Um, I'm very excited for that. And me and you, well, you specifically, were very big on Wyatt Davis, oh. man. You wanted the Giants to take him, and I wanted the Eagles to take Just him. Just a road grader. Yeah, man. He's a, he wants to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. So I give the Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to give them an A. Oh, easily. Yeah. Uh, I love – Christian Darrisaw, I love Chaz Surratt, I love Wyatt Davis, I love Patrick Jones out of Pittsburgh, uh, the edge rusher. Yep. Uh, I think that was a great pick for them too. So they just got value kind of like all around the draft. 
Um, so that's an A for me too. Good. Uh, so we have the New England Patriots coming up in um, in this round. So I thought they were a candidate to trade up in the first round to get their quarterback, but it fell to them. So yeah, let me raffle along their picks here. So we got Mac Jones going in the first round, Christian uh, Barrymore going in the second, Ronnie Perkins round three, Ramondre Stevenson going in round four, Cameron McGrone round five, Joshua Bledsoe round six. William Sherman around six and uh, Trey Nixon going around seven. So I think we have plug and play starters in one, two, and three. Yep. So I give them, I give them a B plus for this draft. I give them an A plus. Okay. Uh, and honestly, that's because you got your guy, you got your quarterback at fifteen. You didn't have to trade up for him, which was great. Uh, I think Mac Jones fits New England perfectly. Uh, Christian Barmore, you got your interior pass That's rusher. One of their picks. And, and Ronnie Perkins, uh, the edge rusher at Oklahoma, who a lot of people were thinking was going to go in the second round. Great value there. Uh, it's just it's just a perfect draft for New England. They got exactly what they needed, and they didn't have to give up extra assets to do so. So that's an A-plus for me. I agree. You know what? I'll agree with that. I still stick by my grade because I, I gave it to begin with. Yeah. Mac Jones is is a, is a good pick for them. He fell to them. I thought they had to trade up to get him, and they didn't, which is awesome. So Christian Barrymore is my favorite pick for them at the defensive interior. I think Bill Belichick's going to love that pick. And he's going to use him in a very different um, – different locations on the defensive line. So good pick for them. So B plus for me. Definitely. Moving on. So we got New Orleans Saints. Um, F. Big time. Big <laughs> time. Big the time. Worst, so worst draft. I'm uh, going to give them the respect of reading off their draft picks. But <laughs> past there, Connor, I have nothing to give. Yeah. You can take the floor as soon as I read the draft picks. But I'm just – here we go. Round one, Peyton Turner. Round two, we got Pete Werner. Round three, we have Paulson Adebo, and we have round four, Ian Book. Round six, Landon Young, and round seven, K1 Baker. F, nothing need to say. Yeah. Connor, go. Let me just – I mean, the only thing I have to say is I think the only good pick is Ian Book in round four, uh, just to have another quarterback back there uh, to compete. Uh, Book's got some potential, um, so – like, you know, he, he could have even gone a little bit later, but still, it's – it's uh, – it, it is what it is. It, it's, a, it's a this. big F. Let me just say me. this. Connor is one of the most knowledgeable people, knowledgeable people I know on draft, and he does not know what to say about the New Orleans Saints draft. So, that says a lot. That says a lot for me. I mean, Peyton Turner. Yeah. I just – I don't even – I don't understand that one bit. I don't either, man. No. And I, I, I texted you about this, and we both could not believe that they took him in the first round. But, yeah, you know, whatever, Mickey Loomis, do what you want, man. So that brings us to the New York Giants. And, Connor, I'll take this from here. Yep. To be continued. Yes, we're going to go into the New York Giants draft in the, our next episode. Moving on to the New York Jets. So I think they had a great draft. Let me just raffle them off yep. real quick for you. Round one, Zach Wilson. Round one again, Elijah Vera Tucker. Round two, Elijah Moore. Round four, Michael Carter. Round five, Jamie and Sherwood. Round five, Michael Carter. The second, any relation, I don't know. Round five, Jason Pinnock. Round six, 
Hamsa, oh, Nirsuluddin. At round six, Brendan Eccles. And round six again, Jonathan Marshall. So, Connor, with this draft, my favorite pick is Elijah Moore. Loved it. I do, I do too. Um, and a very close second is Elijah Vera Tucker. I think you can play tackle and both guard. Zach Wilson, I'm a little skeptical about. It really worries me with a guy play, uh, who was born and raised in Utah and then um, playing in Idaho at Boise State. Coming to BYU. a New York market. BYU. Yeah. Well, Idaho. Yeah. Yeah. Boise, Boise, Boise. Oh, yeah. Boise State. Yeah. BYU. Fair, fair enough. Okay. Mormon. Either way, Idaho. Semi-Mormon. Either way, Idaho. So you're going from Utah, Idaho into a New York market. And if you don't play good for one game, they'll eat you alive. So I'm always worried about how someone reacts to that kind of attention. So I give the New York Jets a B plus. I'll tell you right now, I ain't worried about that one I know you're bit. not. Zach Wilson is uh, a general. He's ready for the big time. He has big game potential. He he's he's ready to prove it. Like he I I have all the faith in the world in Zach Wilson. And I love Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, that's a great pick too. You got Makai Becton last year. Now you bring in some help on the interior line. Elijah Moore, a lot of people had him as the fifth best receiver in the class. Uh, regardless of what you have, Matt, he's a great talent that brings a lot to this offense because they don't really, they have Jamison Crowder still, but Elijah Moore is your perfect slot corner. He's the best yes. slot corner in the draft for sure. And then I love Michael Carter in the fourth, probably my fourth best running back in the class. Out of North Carolina, teammate with Javante Williams, very similar to like the Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, Georgia team. Uh, but Michael Carter, great running back. He's going to come in right away, and I think he's going to be the 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 bell cow. Uh, I, I loved the the Jets draft. I give it an A. Uh, it, the Jets the Jets are building the team. They're not there yet. They still got some work on the defensive side of the football. Let the but show. I want to give them an A. But I'm going to give him a B plus. You're worried about Zach Wilson. About Zach Wilson. I'm Understood. worried about the psyche. I really am. Understood. Well, so, we're going to find out real either quick. Either way, Joe Douglas, good job. Yeah. So that brings us to the Philadelphia Eagles, and much like the Giants, to be continued. Mm -hmm. We'll skip through. We got that Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Connor, you called this from day one. Um, you had Najee Harris going in the first round. I'm just going to raffle off yep. the, the rest of the draft picks here. Pat Freymuth. Uh, going around two, Kendrick Green round three, Dan Moore round four, Buddy Johnson round four as well, Isaiah Loudermilk round five, Quincy Roche. Roche. Roche, thank you. And round six. Uh, and then round seven, we have Trey Norwood. And round seven, Presley Harbin the third from Georgia Tech in round seven. So, Connor, you called this from day one. I'll let you take the floor. I think it was the most predictable pick outside of Trevor Lawrence and maybe Zach Wilson. Uh, most predictable pick later in the first round that the Steelers are going to get Najee Harris. They were drooling over him for quite some time, um, and he fits Pittsburgh perfectly. Uh, so, And I think a lot of people have him as the best running back in the class. Um, I have him as – he was my second best running back in the class. Uh, I really love what he's going to bring to Pittsburgh. 
Um, Pat Fryermuth, my second best tight end in the class. He's very similar to Gronkowski. I know people called him Baby Gronk, but a lot of people do that. Uh, <laughs> they try. Yeah, they try. but he can he can catch, he can run, he can block, he can do it all. That's what he loved to see. My favorite pick was round six, Edge Quincy Roach uh, out of Miami. So I watched a decent amount of Miami games last year because there was a lot of talk on Gregory Rousseau. So I wanted to see what we are getting. And what caught my eye, obviously Rousseau – I mean, this was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, Rousseau uh, opted out last year watching these games, thinking that Rousseau was going to be a factor. What I got to see was a lot of Jalen Phillips and Quincy Roach. I love Quincy Roach. I, I can't believe he fell to round six. I mean, I know he's not like the most athletic guy, I had a but four grade on that he man, just I he just gets. It. I I could have seen him going late round two, uh, no. but most likely round three okay. uh, was the was the, the spot to get him. Was, I, I would not be yeah, um, but I, I love that they got him here. Uh, they had a weird draft. Like Kendrick Green was a good pick, center out of Illinois. Uh, I, I give them a B. Uh, I think they. There were some picks that they might have reached on or missed, um, but I think they landed a lot of good players, and they already have a pretty solid roster altogether. So I give them a B. That's not a bad grade for them, man. I give them a C um, just based on – I would not take a running back no matter how good he is in round one. Yeah, I, I – I, I, there's few teams where I think it's acceptable, and I think Pittsburgh was one of the few teams that were in, that, in a position to be like, we can do this. Okay. And at least it was later in round one. But don't forget, they lost Bud Dupree to the Boston Edge Rusher. Mm-hmm. They lost Steven Nelson, their other cornerback in, in their defense. So they have a lot of missing holes. Alejandro Villanueva, they lost him. So they have a lot of other holes to fill here. So I don't think running backs are really the number one concern. But – um, I love their pick of, pre- of uh, Pat Freymuth in mm-hmm. round two. Great I think pick. he's going to be better than people think. So that's the only reason why I give them a C in this draft. But I don't like the running back in round one, man. I know you're very high on him, and you you very much should be. Well, I, I, I agree with you the should whole – You be high on him. I agree with what you're saying about running backs in round one. I, I, I totally do. I just feel like there's a few teams that – in the 20s – Somewhat of Dodgy Harris's talent, they absolutely belong in that range. Um, but there's a few teams that can do it. And I think Pittsburgh was really the only team in the first round that could have gone running back that would have been like, that's an okay pick. Any other team that did it and any, or that was going to do it or would have done it or did do it, it would have been a bad pick. Jacksonville, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so that brings us to the San Francisco 49ers. So they went ahead and ran one. They went Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, Aaron Banks from Notre Dame, Trey Sermon from Ohio State, Andrew Thomas from Michigan, Jalen Moore from Western Michigan, uh, directional schools, mm. <laughs> uh, Diamandurori uh, Linear from Oregon, um, and round five, <laughs> round six, Elijah Mitchell. I couldn't pronunciate the round five one. Yeah, that's a tough one. So this has all my focus on Trey Lance going around yep. uh, one, number three overall. And I couldn't disagree more. I like Justin Fields more as a talent. But, I mean, I guess they got their guy. I yeah. mean, Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. Trey Lance has sky-high potential. He does. And um, I like Aaron Banks in round two as well. I think he's another me. offensive lineman who is a bulldozer. So I, I, I like him. 
Um, and Trey Sermon, they're taking a flyer in round three, too, as well. And Ambry Thomas, good corner. Um, I don't know if he's going to start, but be a rotational guy, probably. So this is all banking on Trey Lance. So I give them a C plus. I I give them a B minus, um, but I actually love the Trey Lance pick. I'm okay. so happy they didn't go Mac Jones there. I think Trey Lance is going to do what great things. What if they went Justin Fields? Then they they probably have the same grade, to be honest with you. Okay. Because because it, it's not grade. because it's not because of that pick at all. Um, I like Trey Sermon in round three. Uh, I think he's going to be a great running back there. Um, but every other pick I'm not big on, like Aaron Banks, I think was a reach. Uh, I'm not high on Jalen Moore. Uh, I like Elijah Mitchell, the running back of Louisiana in round six, but I mean, you just drafted a fucking running back and you have all these other running backs still there. Uh, I know Kyle Shanahan loves to use his running backs, but I, I, I don't know. This draft, this draft, like didn't get me they have a good team so it's whatever but yeah this draft like didn't really get me excited outside of trey lance i could so. agree with you more so uh i would like a justin fields here for the number two overall pick but again i mean if they see their guy and kyle shannon knows what he's doing i think so i do give them a c plus i'm gonna stick with that yeah. so i don't see much value here later on beyond that so that brings us to the Seattle Seahawks. So this is a this is a quick this evaluation. Quick, quick. So they have three picks. So Dwayne Eskridge, I love, by the way. I think that's a good pick for them. I like, but not love. And okay. I think that there were probably five other probably more than five other wide receivers I would have taken there okay. uh, instead of him. Uh yeah, probably close to ten wide receivers I would have taken I over him see, there. Is this ahead of Terrace Marshall Jr., by the way? No, I think Terrace Marshall Jr. went right before. Okay. Actually, no, he might have went right at 59, I think, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. 59, you're right. Yeah, so yeah, before him too. Uh, so yeah, there's close to like 10 wide receivers I would have taken over Dwayne Askridge. Uh, the the pick that I love is Stone Forsyth out of Florida, offensive yeah. tackle going in round six. I thought that he would have gone in like the third or fourth round, uh, maybe even the fifth, but uh, I, I do love that pick for them. They need – as much offensive line help as they can get. Uh, it's a D for me. I agree. Um, I was going to give them a D2 as yeah. well. I was. Yeah, D2, Mighty Ducks. Yep. It's, uh, <laughs> Ducks fly together. Yeah. I mean, they have three picks, so, like, what are you going to really do? Yeah, I mean, but, they trade them away for a safety, so we can grade that into as well. So I'm going to also give them a D. Yeah, I'm staying with D. Yeah, I'm yeah. staying with D too, man. I mean, I like Dwayne Eskridge. I like Stone Forsyth. Um, Trey Brown, I don't know too much about. Uh, maybe they find a diamond in the rough here, but – I mean, they just lost Shaquille Griffin, which is a good corner for them. But. Mm -hmm. So, D, nonetheless. Um, so, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, they went round one, uh, Joe Tyron. Uh, round two, they went Kyle Trask. Round three, they went Robert Hainsey. Round four, they went Jalen Darden. Round five, they went K.J. Britt. Round seven, Chris Wilcox. And round seven, Grant Stewart. So... You're eager to talk. Oh, I, I don't and, really have much to say. Just a straight B. Yeah. Um, they don't. They don't have they any holes. Yeah. They don't have any holes. This was Even Antonio Brown. They signed. Back. So unlike the Los Angeles Rams, where it was just like they were picking just to pick, uh, Tampa Bay was just like, like, uh, sure, we'll just take, we'll just take a guy, we'll take a guy and throw him in there because yeah. we don't have any holes. Uh, 
Kyle Trask, I think that's the best situation for him. Come in, learn under Brady, play, you know, be the backup for two, three years, and maybe he turns into something. Maybe. Um, because he's not he wasn't gonna start right. He shouldn't be starting right away on any team. So I like taking a flyer on him. Uh Joe Tryon, he has he, he does have some potential, so why not? Who you can never have enough edge rushers. Yeah. Um and everything else is just kind of like meh. Whatever. Um, so B B minus. Uh, but again, I don't. I can't really give him a B minus because what impact player were they going to draft that was going to come in and play? Oh, There's only so head. many spots. Who's the GM in um, Tampa? Uh, I forget his name, and it's gonna it's gonna bug the shit out of me. But yeah, I, I can't like think. of all this draft picks, he said, "Ah, fuck it." Yeah, you know? <laughs> like there so, there wasn't much to do. He had no he had no other like really bearing needs. Kyle Trask is a good pick for them. Yeah, and I agree. I know he got, they got a lot of heat for them taking Trask here, but I think that is a good pick for them. Yeah, I don't know why. Tom Brady. I don't know why either, but I give them um, – I'm going to give them a B too as well. Yeah. And they didn't really need too much, so B. Uh, Tennessee Titans. So, another intriguing draft. I have a lot to say about this draft. Round one, Caleb Farley. Round two, Dylan Redunds. Round three, Monty Rice. Round three, again, Elijah Molden. Uh, round four, Des Fitzpatrick. Round four, Rashad Weaver. Love that pick. Round six, Racy McMath. Round six again, Brady Breeze. Some so, great names there. Let me just get this out. I've been high on Dylan Redunds. I think that's a great pick in the second mm-hmm. round. I think he fell to them, especially after losing uh, Dennis Kelly. Um, if Taylor Lewan comes back at full health, I think this is a great pickup for them. Yep. Um, Caleb Farley is a great boomer bust pick. Exactly. He could be a shutdown corner for them, possibly the best corner in the draft. Exactly. Um, Monty Rice, I think, is a good linebacker for them. Yep. I think Mike Vrabel is going to find a place for him. And Elijah, Elijah Molden, great pick as well. Yep. And um, I think Rashad Weaver. That's again, my favorite I pick. I agree with you. Is a good edge rusher. Favorite for favorite value so pick. So I give the Tennessee Titans here. I'm going to go with an A. Yeah. I think they did great. Yeah. I think they just sat and waited for the people to fall to them, and they took them, and they took my great value. I give them a B plus, uh, only because I wish they would have gone receiver uh, or not even earlier. Uh, I think they're, again, they were better receivers than Des Fitzpatrick in round four at 109 that they should have taken. But we'll see how it plays out. But I just think after losing Corey Davis and Jonu Smith at tight end, you need a weapon to go next to AJ Brown, but maybe they bring in Julio Jones. So then I love that. I love yeah. how you brought that up for my last pod. Yeah. And I think that is a great option for them. So we'll see. But so, B plus for me. All right, cool. So final final team to cover here, and that's a Washington mm-hmm. football team. And very intriguing one here. So yes. we had round one, a guy that was climbing up draft boards and you know it showed because they took him in round one, but Jamin Davis from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Samuel Cosme, round two, Benjamin St. Juice in round three. Dynami Brown, another or not Dynami, Dynami Brown. Mm-hmm. I, I I love that thing. Yep. Uh, round four, John Bates. Round four again, Derek Forrest. Round six, Cameron Cheeseman. Great name. Great name. Round seven, they had a couple of picks in round seven, a couple of flyers, and that's what you take in round seven. William Bradley King from Baylor, Shaka Tony from Penn State, and Dax Milne from BYU. So. 
I want to start with uh, Samuel Conley, yep. which I which I really love. I think that's a good pick for them. Plug and play offensive tackle. Athletic. Another, another pick I love is Dimey Brown yep. from North Carolina. Those are my two that's a good pick for them too as well. Those are my two favorite picks. I love it. Yeah. Um, so um, Jamin Davis is a good pick for them too. I want to see how he pans out. I'm never going to discount uh, Ron Rivera mm-hmm. or Ron from selecting a linebacker. I think if he sees a linebacker he likes, he's going to take him. So that that pulls a lot of weight for me. He has all the tools to be a very, very good linebacker at yep. the next level. So uh, I, I trust Ron Rivera there. And Cosme, I love – he, again, before last year, he was one of the top tackles in this class. Uh, Diami Brown, I think I had him nine – uh, on my uh, list of wide receivers, eight or eight or nine, but that's that might not sound good, but it's very good in this class. Uh, and they just made uh, a strong receiving core even stronger. Uh, it's an A minus for me. They did really good in this draft. They filled the few holes that they have on defense. They added more offensive line help. They added another weapon. Uh, for Fitzpatrick and their quarterback after Fitzpatrick. Uh, and besides that, they didn't really have many holes they do. elsewhere. So a, a- minus for me. I would love to see them trapping a quarterback here. But yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Nitpicky. And again, to, yeah. So I, I, the only, but here's the thing is, I mean, maybe they tried to trade with Denver, but after that, I don't think anybody think else. Denver was set on taking Patrick. And that's what I'm saying is like after Denver, 10, 11, 12 is your division rivals. And I don't think Dallas is trading back to 19. Uh, Philly wasn't trading back with you. And the Giants most certainly weren't trading back with you. Um, So you got Justin Fields. So I I don't think it it was possible for them to do it. Uh, So that's why I'm staying with A- minus here. Fair enough. I agree with you 100%. So this is an A-minus draft for me. I think like they filled a lot, a lot of other holes besides quarterback here. So I, I'd give them an A-minus. So, Connor, you know, that 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 takes it with our roundup of uh, around the NFL with our uh, draft grades here. So we skipped on the Giants. We skipped on the Eagles. And I think that transitions into our next pod, which is going to be just strictly Giants and Eagles draft overall here. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Got any, uh, got any input here? That's it. I'm I'm excited to talk about Giants and Eagles. Are you filthy animals? Tune in, bitches. <laughs>